Welcome to episode six of The Process, King Carter. All that gun shit don't make you no gangster, man. Put them guns down, man. If y'all ain't got no daddy, I'm only 29, but I can raise a 21-year-old, a 22-year-old, a 16-year-old. However you is, man, holla at me, man. If y'all know me, y'all know I got a good heart, man. I love my people. I love my neighbors. I love my son, but I would not let him go in vain. I will not let him go in vain. When I say king, y'all say Carter. King! Carter! King! Carter! King! Carter! My son gonna forever be here. He was born a king. Every day he lived, I treat him with royalty. Loyalty as a king. When he was born, God had it ordained to call him home the day he called him home. I can't question God's will. But when you absent from the body, you present with the Lord. Come on. So I know where my son at. He's dwelling in the heavenly kingdom right now. Preach. Ecclesiastic 3-3. Three, three. It's a season for everything. Come on. It's a time to kill. It's a time to break down. It's a time to heal. It's a time to build up. And after my son deceased, King Carter right now, it's a time to build up. Come on. I got to stop doing everything I'm entitled to. It's time to build up. Y'all can get my number. Y'all can call me. It's time to build up. When I say king, y'all say Carter. King Carter. King Carter. King Carter. I love y'all people. We love you too. Thank you for being here with me today. Appreciate you for coming. Trust the process. Everything for you. you all of me. What if I give you all of me? If I give you all of me, would I get all of you? If I told you I'm anointed, could you see the proof? Give my heart and soul for you when I'm inside the booth. Feel my love, feel my pain when I'm inside the booth. Would you switch a change on me if you knew the truth? Knowing I ain't the same person that was introduced. Thank the Lord, cause I don't look like what I've been through. Here's a letter to you. I'm back again. Jesus on that cross, I had to rise again. Time to get my blessings, time to get my blessings. I had to live my life, I had to learn my lessons I had to keep that smile, but deep inside I'm stressing Just trying to keep my spirits from that deep depression It's time to tighten up I put my pride down and pick that Bible up Welcome to episode 6 of The Process I am Quavon Taylor And I'm Monte Martin And this is The Process Today we have Santonio Blaze Carter on the podcast Welcome to the podcast, Blaze How y'all doing, Kings? It's an honor for y'all having me here today. Can you tell the people, you know, about where you're from? Well, first and foremost, I'm from Liberty City. I'm from Miami, Liberty City. And I call my block the capital of Liberty City, which is 5A Street. And I say that for many reasons. A lot of things went down on 58th Street. It's a street that run from uh, the side from Edison all the way down to by Martin Luther King Park. So I rep that Liberty City, 58th Street, 15th Avenue to be exact. So what was it like growing up on 58th Street for the people who are familiar with Liberty City and Miami? I mean, growing up on 58th Street and 15th Avenue, it was a 
it was a great thing. But as a kid, I seen a lot at a young age, at a ripe age. I experienced a lot. I seen a lot. It was a lot of bittersweet moments, but it taught me the ups and downs and the trials and tribulations of life at a young age. So my mind developed early, seeing the things that I saw. You feel what I'm saying? Being around on my block, five eight was the John Doe game, where a lot of money came through violence happened on certain times you feel what i'm saying so i was hip to a lot of things at a young ripe age that molded me into the person that i am today on 5 8 and 15. so who is who is blaze carter now what are you involved in in your community i mean blaze carter i'm still the same person that i was born in Santonio blaze carter but for the most i'm an individual who just believe in uplifting and empowering the community and, and the unity. I'm an entertainer, but it's deeper than rap with me. I know a lot of people just say that quote since Rick Ross, but in all honesty, and I say that wholeheartedly, it's deeper than rap with me. I'm an individual who believe in raising the kids, helping the kids, and just helping the community out, bringing the love back. Because there's so much selfishness and so much, you know, hate going around where nobody ain't leading the way. Everybody's stuck on themselves and, and in the materialistic things. And I'm on the real love and peace and bringing that back for the kids, for the youth for the elderly, for our age, for everybody. Yeah, you, you are community serving, man. I, I know you and, and Quay are from the same area, uh, Liberty City. I know uh, Quay, y'all probably know each other from back home, but my first introduction to uh, Santonio Blaze Carter was, I turned on the TV one day and I saw this, this brother, this king, speaking about the loss of his son in front of this whole neighborhood and inspiring him in the midst of you know, losing his son, I thought that was very powerful, man. I was like, wow, it takes a lot of courage. You know, you know, how was that time for you uh, when you lost your son? Uh, how did you cope with it? Because you, you can never get over but how did you cope with that? I mean, at the time when my son was called, my son was called home to heaven, it was hard to cope with it. Like, to this day, it's still hard to cope with it. And I'm glad you say there's no getting over it because it ain't no getting on, it ain't no moving on it just basically and it's sad to say and the reality is you just got to learn to deal with it and deal with it and keep moving but at the same time it was real it was a real hurtful moment for me it was a real hurt, hurtful moment for my whole for my whole community i seen for me to see my son in that condition with the with, ask me for a dollar i gave him three dollars to me to find him in the pool of blood with his eyes wide open like clutching on the three dollars this it's a feeling that and it's a sight that I wouldn't wish upon nobody on this earth. Not even my, not even the person who, who mistakenly shot my son and took his life. I wouldn't wish for him to see that or them to see that with their kid. You understand what I'm saying? But the cope with it, my mother went through the same, the same thing. She had to bury her youngest son, Javon Carter, who I named my son after. His name, his name was King Javon Carter. Me seeing my mother stand in the paint and raise three other sons after she lost her only her, her baby boy i learned why because i didn't know at first like why i get this script from how i still stand in the gap and still stand so strong so i looked back and it registered and it dawned upon me that this is the same thing that my mother's going through that is the same thing my mother's going through and that she went through so from seeing how she stood tall in the gap and displayed strength i had no choice but to do the same thing I know you from the streets. I know I know your background. I know a lot about you. I mean, so who are some people you looked up to in the streets growing up? And how did they impact you in a positive way? I mean, growing up in the streets, I, it, it's sad. I mean, it's not sad to say, but I, I looked up to a lot of dope boys, a lot of people who was on the block 5'8". 
they grew up because when I say I looked up to them, they always told us don't do what they doing. Don't get involved in the activities of the block or the streets. They open up a car wash for us, you feel me? Like one individual to speak on individually is Corey Smith, Corey Bubba Smith. I visit him every Sunday to this day. You know what I mean? He been gone, November be 20 years he been gone in a one-man cell. He don't take no psych medicine, you feel what I'm saying? He ain't got no great ass. He still look healthy, still looking good, still as if he got locked up yesterday. And I say that to say, this is a strong individual, this is a strong brother, and everything that he did for the hood and did for the community was installed in me from giving back to the hood, throwing charity events, looking out for the community, helping people when they rent, when they ain't got their rent money, helping people when their lights about to go off. All these things Corey Smith did, and he showed me the ways, and he always gave provision to the hood, and he, he gave $200, $300 every time we scored a touchdown. He made sure and told us, and he drove it in our heads, don't do what they do, but the but the police and the government officials to look at them like they was the wrong ones, but they, and, and, and some pastors too, but they don't care that you're getting evicted or, or you, your light's about to get turned off, but you could go downstairs on the block and tell somebody, hey, look, and you can show them a light there, and they give you that money with no pressure. So I learned from that, like, don't be looking at the bad things that these brothers do, or they really want to provide provision when they going out to get a job. So I looked up at Corey Smith, and a, and a couple other brothers out the village and the pastors who was real pastors and but still was human beings at the same time. And I say that to say, they was leading a congregation, but you could still see them in the street, still being men as men. Like, sure, you ain't nobody perfect under the sun. There was only one perfect person, and we all know who that is, our creator. But with that being said, they being real men and still being on the street, being them, but still honoring God's word and moving in a godly manner. And believing in what thus says the Lord. So with that being said, I looked up the pastor and Corey Smith. You once told me this once on a phone conversation with you who was talking and you were telling me about, man, how you need that positive energy and that negative energy to get a car rolling. I mean, I mean, can you kind of like uh, navigate with that with me? With how you, how you put it back, put it back to me again? Like I so told I you. Remember. Like I told you, but I'm just, it's scientifically proven by Albert Einstein. You need negative and positive energy they crank a car, they get a light bulb to work, anything. So with that being said, so many so, so many people judge my characteristics and they look at me, they see negative, they see gold teeth, they see tattoos, they see my hair, and they automatically think negative. But when I open my mouth, man, nothing but positive thoughts, positive direction, positive, positive impact coming out. They see that goes faster than the, the traditional suit and tie and a low cut, clean face. Because everybody, uh, when I go in different places, they say I look negative, but then when they hit it, what come out my mouth, it gets it going. I might look negative, but with the positive coming out my mouth, just like Emma Einstein said, it gets it going. Positive and positive don't get it going. Negative and negative don't get it going. You need positive and negative, and negative is that ground why. And I am that ground why. I, I really be in the grounds. I really be in the cuts, the crevices of the hood, the ghetto, wherever these people, politicians don't want to go. And I be that ground wire sparking that positive light. That's how it's going. That's how this engine running on here. The, the crime rate is at a decrease right now. And people are standing at attention. They raising their kids. They getting closer to their sons. They see what happened to my son. They see me there from day one. They get closer to their boys and want to raise their kids and be a part of their, their child's life. Because they seeing the father who was there from day one. Ain't never miss a beat. Ain't never miss a, a graduation, a ceremony, a football practice, a football game. Ain't never miss picking him up from school to lose his son in the fashion that it happened in. 
it shook the village up. It shook the world up. And now you have it. Hey, man, that's amazing, man. I ain't gonna lie. It really did shake me up. And it helped me become a better man for my son right now. You know what I'm saying? I thank you for all your strength. You know, you displayed on your tough time because it helped me get through life and become a better man. Um, but moving on to my next question, I want to ask you, um, what is something that you would tell the younger Blaze Carter today that will help him become better? I mean, if I could sit down and talk to the younger Blaze Carter, I would simply tell him, uh, learn to let go, don't hold grudges. Don't hold grudges, because the younger Blaze Carter holds so many grudges that he let his emotions dictate his movements, dictate his direction, dictate just everything, dictate the way things he said out of his mouth by emotion and by grudges, just simply, just, I would tell Younger Blaze, detach all your emotions, but stay in motion. Stay silent, move in silence, don't make announcements, and uh, if nobody ain't, if, no, if nobody ain't there to support you, if nobody there to support you, so be it. The ones who gonna support you, gonna support you and be there. Don't force nothing. Keep a tunnel vision, pray hard, move smart, and most importantly, like I said, don't hold no grudges. Don't hold that energy with you. Because if you hold that energy, it dictates your next move. Your next move, your next second, your next minute, your next hour to the next day, to the next week. So you to, so you look down the line, a year going by, two years going by, all off emotion. So that's what I would tell Blaze, the younger Blaze. Let your emotions go and stay in motion. Don't hold no grudges. Pray hard, move smart. Hey, that's, hey, I take that with a younger Quay, a new Quay. I want to push that forward too. Uh, but Blaze, I see you had just an anniversary that just passed. I want to know, King Carter, how you balance being a husband, a father, and a, a community activist in your community, a pillar of your community, and a musician all the time. How do you balance those jobs? That's a lot of that's a lot of hats to carry on. I mean, cause it simply is it's real, true, genuine love. We ain't faking it. We ain't, we ain't flaunting it. It's it, it just it's real. You feel what I'm saying? I knew my wife, but well, we 31. I knew my wife for 26 years. 26 years we've been together 13 years and we just passed our two-year anniversary you feel what i'm saying like i ain't know no girl longer than her she helped me learn how to spell my name i helped her learn how to spell her name you know vice versa we were sleeping on blue mats in kindergarten so she was my friend for a long time we hung together on a daily basis when we was kids so when we buy now on a daily basis this just this ain't nothing new this all the thing in the past we did this every day Growing up, I'm talking about our whole life. We're sitting at the washouts, sharing a bag of Doritos, sharing a 50 cent soda. You feel what I'm saying? When the, when the chips was 25 cents, we'd go to the stove with a dollar while our mama was at the washouts. We could get two quarter juices, one bag of di- one bag of Doritos, one nutty buddy. She get half the stick. We split the Doritos. We be there chilling till our parents finished. You feel till our mothers finished washing washing clothes. And that's what it is. And with the balance with that, it's like a seesaw. Like me and my wife know love is like, and marriage is like a seesaw. It's ups and downs. When she down on one side, I'm up. One up, you feel what I'm saying? And when I'm down on one side, she up. It only be a split, a split second we're on the same level. Then that's how the gravity works. Somebody up, somebody down. With that being said, we just ride the wave of that seesaw and have fun, knowing that we got each other back and we are each other balanced on the seesaw. When I'm up, she down. When she down, I'm up. We might be on this. We gonna be on the same levels for a split second, but that's just the reality of life. We gotta hold each other down through the ups and downs, and that's how you create balance. Being that you are into the community, I want to know what are some programs and initiatives that you think should be in place for these kids to overcome and achieve. 
I mean, it need to be more trade centers, more trade and logistics centers. Me and my wife was given a million dollars by someone we know, and we decided to get a whole million dollars back to the school board system and open two King Carter Trade and Logistics schools, simply teaching kids how to use their hands from ninth grade to twelfth grade, because college ain't for everybody. As soon as they graduate from high school, they already have uh, a certificate and whatever trade they done mastered, and they can go straight to get them some money. And there need to be more programs like that in urban America, which they want to call the hood, the ghetto. Because it's all a financial thing. It's all a financial thing. People think that a kid don't go through the depression off new shoes or, or a new shirt or, or what it do to the spirit or how they move through the day. It's all a financial thing when it comes down to it. Because you got some young kids really playing roles as 30-year-olds. They got a mother, a single-parent mother who got a job, but the, but the 16... But the, but the 40 hours she working a week still ain't putting it, bringing in the money to cover the bills and expenses with, with the house. So the kid got to go out there and do something and get productive to make some money to help mom with ends meet. So I need to be more, more programs where you can start at 13, 14 years old, getting your hands on on your craft and finding your niche and making you a bag at a young age, period. Because that's all it boiled down to, a bag. You said you said something real powerful, and I and I and I like that you said uh, earlier. You said about detaching from emotion, but staying in motion. And I really love that, man. And I want to hold that to my heart and take that gym with me, so I can always use that one. So my question is, I want to know what advice you would give to someone who's straddling the fence, who have one foot in the street, but one foot, you know, wants to do good, but just doesn't know how, just doesn't have that guidance in their life. To get on the right path, what advice? What advice or what resources uh, do you have uh, that you would give to them? I mean, for anybody scrounging in the fence, I would just tell them, you know, just find somebody they could trust and open up, open up to. Like, tell them what's wrong. This is a lot of kids. This is a lot of adults got a lot of inner pain, and they don't know what to channel it out to. They don't know who to talk to. They don't have nobody to run to, and they can cry on their shoulder. So, with that being said. Because I want scrattle defense. You feel what I'm saying? It's a like, whatever your religion it is or whatever your belief is, it's an ongoing process. That character, them characteristics or whatever your belief in is getting carved out for life. Nobody is perfect in whatever religion they believe in. You feel what I'm saying? We all have flaws and they need to know that. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect under the sun. And once they know that and begin to love themselves and cherish themselves and move straight, pray hard and move smart, and then when you pray hard and move smart and love yourself, all you got to do after that is trust the process. And once you trust the process, you'll start seeing things develop and then you'll come to a conclusion. And your conclusion can be a good conclusion or a bad conclusion on how you move, but it should be a great conclusion once you trust in the process. And that's why we're here today, because we trust in the process on God. For King Carter, what are some lasting words you would leave with the, with the listeners today? Some positive words. I want you to leave some with them for today. I mean, with the listeners, uh, before I depart, I would just say, simply stay focused, you know, pray hard, move smart, and stay blessed, be humble, go straight, strive straight, and, uh, you know, trust the process, go straight, strive straight, be humble, be, 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 be willing to listen, be willing to listen. Because a lot of people look at me and just look at my characteristics and, and just know I won't listen. But be willing to listen. And uh, if you see somebody that's worthy of following, follow that brother or follow that sister, my queen. 
because we raised we was raised by our parents where they say don't be no follower but if you see somebody who who going to try and straight and doing something positive and, and spreading the light in dark areas and you know lifting the community lifting the elderly just lifting anybody in an impactful way where they share and light and embracing uplifting and helping them follow that person follow that brother follow that sister it is all right to be a follower when you're following the right thing because sometimes you can lead yourself into destruction being a leader trying to think you got it all figured out for yourself if you see somebody that's worth following follow them everybody's not meant to be a leader because you can lead yourself into destruction you can lead yourself off the cliff trust the process be good be humble be great stay prayed up love your people love thy neighbor help somebody tell three people you love them every day always pray always pray through the you know don't only pray when it's bad pray when it's good pray all day you feel what i'm saying bow love your kids honor your parents and strive straight trust the process is the most important thing of all trust the process on god so Santonio Carter, thank you. We appreciate you for having you on the show. Uh, we we appreciate all the words of wisdom you left with us. Uh, where can the people find you if they want to book you or anything like that? I mean, you can visit my official website if anybody's looking for me at www.imblazecarter58.com. I repeat, www.imblazecarter58.com. Or you can visit me on Snapchat, Instagram, Blaze Carter 58 underscore the number 58. Blaze Carter the number 58 underscore. My Facebook, Santonio Carter. Or you can look to the left of you or look to the right of you or look to the person who's driving the car you're riding in. Most likely somebody out of the three got my number. If you're serious about making an impactful movement, doing something to spread unity in the community, bring something to help the youth and empower society, get my number and call me. It don't matter what time of day it is. I'm on the move. Let's get it. Trust the process. This concludes episode six of The Process. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and also to like us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Thank you. They're chanting, trust the process. (laughs) Trust the process. Trust the process. I think the main thing for me was trying to decide on who am I and like what I want to be and how I want to be remembered. Like that was my thing. Right? You know, oftentimes I think about like my legacy and like the mark that I want to leave, not only on the industry, but the effect that I want to leave on people. Being a whole human being, going through my obstacles, going through the things that I'm going through and not to only broadcast these things, but for it to inspire change.